every film can be Citizen Kane, but even critics have claimed that it was shit in its day. Some films are shit and shit they will stay, but some get better over time because of Nicolas Cage. So which film stays shit forever? And which one's got a little bit better? Welcome to Second Chance Movies, the podcast where we rewatch movies and decide if they deserve a second chance. I'm Joe Harper, your host who loves rewatching movies, and I've outgrown a lot of my clothes. And I'm Jessica Claus, your one and done kind of movie viewer who would not like to see angry. And today we are talking about 2008's The Incredible Hulk. We've chosen this movie because, um, Another MCU movie has just dropped, so, you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We decided to review one of the older MCU movies, and since everyone kind of really, really enjoys Iron Man, we went with the second one, The Incredible Hulk. Everyone kind of forgets about, it's it's definitely um, not a beloved Marvel movie, that's and for it's sure. technically in the MCU. Well, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about this movie. And let me give you a little synopsis in case you don't know what the Hulk is. For those of you who do not remember the movie or don't even know the movie, Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the U.S. government, must find a cure. Cure? Cure. I feel like my Texas... Cure. Yeah. Cure. I can't can't say that word because I'm from Texas. That's okay. Um... A lot of my vowels, in case listeners, I'm from Texas originally, and so a lot of my vowels don't come out correctly. Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the U.S. government, must find a cure for the monster he turns into whenever he loses his temper. I actually think that's a really good synopsis. Yeah. It's exactly what's happening here. Straight to the point. Good. Yeah. And you know what? I love that it's, you know, not really an origin story. That's right. Yeah. The origin that we get is in the opening credits. So it just gives you a little like, oh, yeah, hey, this is kind of what happened. But it's just like images of what what went wrong there. Just a quick little hey. And then when the movie actually starts, we're, yeah, he's, as the synopsis says, kind of on the run, trying to figure out how to, like, stop Hulk from coming out. So, Jessica... What did you think of this the first time you saw it? I actually thought I never saw this movie until a part of, <laughs> until it is totally blacked out of your brain. I don't remember this. I did not remember it one bit until we got to a specific scene where he's hulking in the glass bridge. Okay, yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, I have seen this before. Did you see it because of the glass bridge or you saw the trailer? Because that's definitely in the trailer. See, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I just, well, it wasn't even just the glass bridge. It was like Liv Tyler, like trying to stop the tank, like lead okay. up to it. I was like, you remember the whole minute. sequence. I've seen this. Yeah, I remember okay. all this. Um, So I might have seen it before. And if I did, it clearly didn't leave any sort of impression on me whatsoever. Because I really don't know if I did or didn't. So. I have seen this before. 
Um, I was, I mean, I'm a kind of a geek. Not kind of. I'm definitely a geek. I like all the superhero movies. I'm down to watch them. But this was right at the beginning of the MCU, so I didn't know the roller coaster of adventure we were about to partake in. Um, I did remember watching like Iron Man and thinking, wow, that was fun. And Incredible Hulk was coming out. I just wasn't I, there wasn't anything in the trailer that like really like pumped me up to see it. Um I do remember I wait I didn't see it in theater. I waited till it like was on DVD. And I thought it was all right. Like, oh cool, this was a lot of fun. Um I thought it maybe it had a little bit more action than our Eric Bana Ang Lee Hulk. Uh I still have, I don't think I've actually seen that one. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I remember it being very like, there's a lot of stuff that's very comic booky about the Angley one, but there's also a lot of like artsy, like the Hulk has like a soul and he's sweet and he like has a love. Like there was the genuinely good things in it. Um, it just looks kind of off, but I think. And there's also, like, the Hulk, his, like, jump is, like, ridiculously high, so it's kind of silly. Um, but if I'm going to compare the two, there's one I like more than the other. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ang Lee is such an interesting choice for a Hulk movie, so. But he didn't direct this one. No, he sure did not. Uh, Louis Letier. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. That's what I would guess Latier, maybe. Who is responsible for Now You See Me. And I think it's just recently announced he's taking over as director of Fast 10. Wow, good for him. That's a good get. Yeah. So we've talked about our first chance. We sure have. Well, yours for sure. Mine, maybe. You maybe had a first chance. <laughs> maybe but I did. I want to hear from people who definitely had a first chance with this movie. Is it time for reviews? Oh, you know it. All right. Well, we like to start off with positives. You know, we don't want to shit on a movie too, too much. I've got a strong one to start off with. Let's do it. Let's go. It's from our favorite, our favorite critic, Nelmeno. <gasps> oh, my goodness. What did she got to say? Nelmeno of BeliefNet. There are some terrific action sequences. I particularly liked it when the Hulk used a car broken in two as boxing gloves. I like I like how very specific that is. Like she remembers a moment that she enjoyed and that's fun. I and I do agree. Yes, not all of the action sequences are like amazing, but they are shot in a very interesting and entertaining way. I think some of them actually do look pretty cool. Wally Hammond from Time Out said, a more satisfactory adaptation of the spirit of Stan Lee's Marvel character. So that's some shade to the Ang Lee version with the more satisfactory. I don't like it when they're comparing the movies to the comics. Guys, they're, they're just using inspiration. I hope, and I just, I never want a straight copy paste of any comic. Let's take inspiration from it. If it's the same thing, we didn't get anything new. All right, what you got? Nicholas Delgadillo discussing film. It's the first time the character has ever looked truly impressive on screen, and every action scene is explosive and has real power behind it. 
with every blow feeling strong enough to crack the earth wide open. So I agree and disagree with that statement. I think at times, especially for 2008, yeah, Hulk looks really good. Like, it kind of holds up. But I would say, and I do think that some of the action is really good, but then there's some, like, I'm thinking of the first uh, Hulk fight we sort of have, where we don't even really see him, and it's kind of, like, wonky. That does not pack any sort of punch for me. Um, When we get, like, later into the movie, yeah, some of the sequences with him are cool. Um, But not, I wouldn't say every, everyone is. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we... Especially now that we're in like 2022, I've seen Hulk smash a whole lot. Yeah, this is not one of his best outings. <laughs> um, yeah, we've seen him smash like a whole fucking city at some point. You know, yeah, so, this is this is pretty tame when it comes to Hulk stuff. Daniel Scholzman with Scholzy at the movies said, "It's not a great film by any means, but it's perfectly serviceable." Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey West of Northwest Herald. Essentially, this Incredible Hulk is a science fiction Jekyll and Hyde version of the Born Identity. Now, 100%. Yeah. I was, I, I like that one because I know how much you love the Born movies. Actually, one of my notes is this feels more like a Jason Bourne movie than a Marvel movie. The establishment is hunting down an asset who is actually smart and a decent person. There's also a lot of back and forth between like, cutting to him running and then cutting to him being chased which is also very boring like we get sort of both sides so yeah i agree i've got a weird one probably just for you but then i have an actual one okay okay <laughs> the, the reason i say this is this is a weird one it's it's somehow listed as a positive oh i love those okay tony macklin of fayetteville free weekly about halfway through the incredible hulk ed norton bruce banner gets a haircut hair is not the only thing that winds up on the cutting room floor i don't understand the <laughs> critique in this. yeah i don't so like yeah movies edit stuff my dude <laughs> like is he saying like they edited something that really needed to be in this movie i don't know i don't know i didn't catch does he get that? a haircut i think I even... she does like a little grooming because he's been oh. out in the world and they're in a motel room and Liv Tyler's like oh, I ca- I'll make you look decent I guess I didn't it wasn't like a big part of the film but when when he was getting a haircut was he like I don't want to miss a thing <laughs> if only Lori Hoffman of Atlantic City Weekly and enjoy and an enjoyable aspects of the reboot is that Norton's Bruce Banner seems so physically frail that when he finally lets his inner beast out, the contrast is striking. Yeah, sure. I mean, I wouldn't say he's frail. Like, he does have some muscle tone to him, but like... No, he doesn't. He looks <laughs> like you could push him over. He I mean, so tiny. That's... Okay, yeah. All right. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the whole... That's... Yeah. I, I don't. So far, I have no argument for that statement. This, yeah. He's my like. He's my least favorite Bruce Banner. It's really hard to watch this Bruce Banner after you've seen like what Ruffalo brought to the character. Originally, it looks originally fun fact. 
it looked it sounded like uh the director wanted Mark Ruffalo for the role but Marvel insisted on Edward Norton interesting I wonder why no offense to Ed Norton he's like fine but like yeah I don't know like I feel like Mark Ruffalo brought Bruce Banner almost alive in a certain way and kind of almost got him out of that typical idea you have of Bruce Banner a little bit I don't know just brought more humanity to the character I feel like I think Edward Norton is a very good actor I just I think casting him as Bruce is a very big misstep I think he's got too much like cool guy vibe yeah. to him that he doesn't play dorky nerd scientist well I think you're right I think also like it's interesting because I think like he isn't necessarily like bad casting like he's not ever a bad casting choice but like I think this just like overall he doesn't feel like he's playing Bruce Banner and you're, you could be right that he's too cool but also like this doesn't always feel like a Hulk movie when he is Bruce Banner it feels like more of a spy movie at times or something so I, maybe I think... he's just not being told how to play Bruce Banner I don't really know Oh, no one told him how to play <laughs> Bruce Banner it's from everything I've read it sounded like he like kept rewriting the scripts and like calling the shots interesting uh, which That's is probably really why he wasn't invited back for yeah another viewing of it um i do think we i think we miscast him i think we should have saved him for something else because i think he's a really good actor I, I just don't think bruce was the right character for him to play um but i also don't have a choice of like what he would be right right yeah i don't know what that would look like but like yeah i do i feel like because because we might never get a sequel to Alita Battle Angel or whatever the hell that robot movie oh, was. Oh, yeah. Um, I was really pumped that Norton was going to be a villain for a setup for a sequel. I kind of want to see Norton as like a villain, especially because yeah. he was such a dick in Birdman. So good. I think, yeah, he could be a really interesting villain. Definitely. Yeah. In a Marvel movie, yeah. I would love You're it right. if the MCU cast him as a villain. <laughs> Just ignore the fact that he was Bruce. <laughs> why not? We pretty much already do. Let's We've do it. We've done that with a couple characters already. Yeah, why not? Um, okay, well, speaking of Bruce Banner, A.O. Scott from New York Times said, the new movie about Dr. Bruce Banner is called The Incredible Hulk, but let's not get carried away. The adequate Hulk would have been a better... <laughs> this is a positive review. The adequate Hulk would have been a more suitable title. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to call that the, the adequate Hulk from now on. <laughs> it's true. He is very fine. It works, whatever. <laughs> he's but, there. Yeah, he's there. He's around. Well, I got a fun negative review to start us off. Oh, good. Peter Bradshaw with The Guardian said, What Hulk smash most? Hulk smash all hope of interesting time in cinema. <laughs> damn, uh, damn rachel wagner rachel's reviews.net there's way too little hulking for a hulk movie absolutely I'll, I'll agree rachel <laughs> yeah rachel uh, you know what if we're already skipping the narrative of like we don't need an origin story let's just get into it he's a big hulk thing i yeah. think by now we all know what the hulk is it's a guy that got radiation and can be big and green yeah and i agree I, like i think this was a good decision to like 
not have a full-blown origin story but then you're right like if we're skipping that then we have time for more exciting things that we don't get so yeah all right um i'll read a shitty review okay justin stewart of stop smiling before his initial transformation inside the bottling plant where he works banner warns something bad is about to happen he's right Ah, I see what you did there. (laughs) I also, when I heard that line, I go, oh, no. It's it's probably talking about the movie. He doesn't know. (laughs) Sean Burns of Philadelphia Weekly. The director's reboot might be a tighter, more, more coherent movie than Ang Lee's freaky deaky artsy fartsy 2003 holds. But it's also way less interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll give it that. <laughs> I like uh, freaky deaky artsy fartsy. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Interesting word choice. I can't wait till it gets its own criterion. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Lacey with Globe and Mail said, Astute fans may detect a whiff of studio formula here. So? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, to the biggest branch, one of the biggest franchises they possibly could have. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, stick to what works. Yeah. Oh, did producer Kevin Feige uh, do a little bit of adjusting and manipulation? <laughs> Good, because he's fucking killing it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Man, I hope that person eats their fucking words in 2022. <laughs> oh no, the Marvel is doing their 20 fourth consecutive hit oh right, <laughs> right? their formula is kind of working my dude their fucking formula yeah <laughs> all right well hollywood's sassiest bitch came in with a hot take on the incredible hulk roger ebert from the chicago sun times said it sidesteps the intriguing aspects of hulkdom and spends way too much time in dare I say, noisy and mindless action sequences. I disagree, Roger. I don't think it spends enough time in noisy, mindless action sequences. I was going to say, like, I agree with the first part. It does sidestep intriguing parts of Hulk, like that we later kind of get with Mark Ruffalo. Um, And yeah, I would say it does not spend enough time in the noisy and mindless action sequences. That's why we're here for that. And we don't get enough. I just want to see Hulk do one thing. Smash. I don't need a plot. I get it. He's angry and he turns green. Smash. All right. So after we've heard everyone's first take, Jessica, how do you feel about this second time around or possibly first? How do you feel about this movie? <laughs> um. So, I mean, I'm just going to be honest and just give, give my Don't take. lie to me. I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. I thought Honestly, I it's it's really boring. I was really really bored throughout this movie. I it took me at least 3 times like I'd pause and move on and then a couple of days later I'd come it took 3 different sittings to finish it. And we've watched some real bad movies. Some it real took, bad ones. It took me at least 2 sittings to watch <laughs> it. Yeah. And it's like not the longest movie in the world. 
I'm the type of person that stays up super late. Wife goes to bed early, strict time. Super good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, yeah, good for her. I want to stay up. I want to stay up as late as I can. I got like halfway through this movie. You know what? I'll I'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to do tomorrow, but I I can go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I I want to say it was very similar to me too, where I was like, you know what? I I think I am tired now. Um. <laughs> Like, uh, I, it's just, it's not, it's not bad. I wouldn't say it's bad. Uh, I would just say that it's really boring. I think um, the biggest um, roadblock watching Incredible Hulk of 2008's Incredible Hulk in 2022 and probably for the future is we've had so much better Hulk since. And yeah. it's hard to go back, especially when, it was just mediocre to begin with. Yes. I think that that definitely has an impact now. It's kind of hard not to. Um, I would say, though, if you're, like, trying to really, like, assess this movie on its own, I just think that, the one, the lack of action doesn't help, and, two, like, this version of Bruce is so, like, nothing. Like, and I'm not talking about... <laughs> Like, and I don't mean like Ed Norton. I just mean the character of Bruce. Like, I don't really know what his deal is. I don't really know who he is. <laughs> like, he's all right. giving us nothing. <laughs> before before we just keep batching on this, okay. I really want to know what what did you like about this Hulk? Okay. Is, was there anything the second time around we were like, hell yeah, I enjoyed that? There were action sequences that I did like that I, okay. I thought looked really cool, actually. Um, Out of the three action sequences that we got, yeah. which one did you like the most? The one I liked the most is uh, in the in the middle where we get yeah. uh, the is it the bridge the bridge scene where I think she, the whole bridge sequence is fun. General Thunderbolt Ross is finally after years of searching for Bruce, it's finally caught up found him there's a cool like like you mentioned before the only thing you could remember was him breaking out of this like walkway bridge thing and then there's this big open field with sporadic trees so much empty space for the hulk to smash yeah a Um, lot of room for him to not destroy buildings (laughs) which seems weird because i'd want him in a confined space where most damage would be done Hulk smash, um, smash away, dude. Like he's got so many like tanks to smash. They send so many like trucks after him. Um, and of course, we keep talking about it. At least I do. My favorite thing is him kicking little Tim Roth in the <laughs> chest, and he goes flying. <laughs> he, I think, because at that point he had taken some serum, some like super soldier serum that I don't know if it's the same stuff they kind of gave to Captain America. Then that brings us to, like, the last sort of big fight, which to me is not even, like, much of anything. When it's uh, him fighting Abomination? Yes. It's just two CGI monsters fighting. It's, uh, I I don't even remember what happens. I mean, really, my favorite thing is him kicking Tim Roth, so I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. His little body just flies back. The ending sequence, yeah, it's just two giant monsters. I don't really see much of, like, a high stakes into it. They're just going to fight. Whatever. Yeah. And it's it's like a small-scale Godzilla movie. And that's not 
appealing to me. My favorite part is the bridge scene. I like when um, he's on the bridge before he turns into Hulk. We're seeing him in this like white smoke and the silhouette of, and his hand hits the glass as it's turning. Like it's shot really cool. Like it looks really good. Yeah. And it almost is like, well, why wasn't this at the beginning? Like that why did we take so long? Sequence. Yes. That would have been a good opening sequence. Just like jump into it. We get so much of like Bruce being on the run and talking to people on the run. And it's like, sure that's part of it but like it's majority of the movie and that's where it's like this isn't that interesting i've seen movies like it before so mm. i think one of my favorite things re-watching this is all the supporting cast i really like tim roth as uh blonsky who's like a guy who works in the military it's like, like whoa what he's super intrigued like there's this whole monster um i'll take it down like his like pride in it i just think they did this character really well and what i really like is they finally brought him back in shang chi like oh really okay i haven't seen shang chi yet have you not seen (laughs) shame on you okay Um, they bring him back a little bit it's pretty wild Um, oh that's awesome i agree i like tim roth a lot in this i think he's a really fun like pseudo villain where he's like trying to track down our guy but you're right he's like really intrigued and wants answers like what the hell's going on um because he's almost given and this just, mission without answers so i think that's cool the lust for power turns him into this weird gross monster thing the current mcu has forgotten about this movie and i really wish we'd bring this movie back um yeah with side characters we have general ross i really like that they brought him back for mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone is watching Captain America Civil War, you might see the back of Joe as an extra in one of the videos Ross is showing to the Avengers. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It is interesting that out of all everything to do with the Incredible Hulk, he's really the only piece of it that has like kind of lived throughout. Um, I just wonder what that decision was, like what led them to choose him or decide that he would stay in it. Well, I mean, they I feel like they need that character because he's pretty essential to Hulk's story. Yeah. Which is weird because they haven't brought Betty back. Because like to yeah. me, Bruce is in love with it because Bruce is such like a wholesome, sweet, nice guy. It makes sense that he would only pine for Betty. Like So I actually had that same note watching it. Like it is odd to me that like we have just completely ignored her existence for the rest of the MCU because yeah in this movie it just seems like he loves her so much and like the whole reason for him wanting to control Hulk is so that Bruce can eventually be with her like that's sort of the vibe I got um and honestly like I I don't know why like they haven't brought her back or have ignored her but like I actually really like Liv Tyler in this role um i think she handles it pretty well um and yeah the character just makes sense for him to like ultimately be working towards being with her it is sort of odd that we just never mentioned her again and instead try to like shoehorn a relationship with black widow i don't know yeah um that is it is weird so in ang lee's hulk jennifer conley plays betty white uh not betty white betty ross (laughs) Um, I gotta say, I I have watched the trailer of Ang Lee's Hulk, and that cast is really interesting. Yeah. We have like uh, Jennifer Connelly, our boy Eric Bana, our favorite, 
Um, and then uh, Nick Sam Nolte. Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sam and Elliott Nolte. is the General Ross. Nick Nolte plays Bruce's abusive father. Oh God. Um. Yeah. I do think we need Betty for Bruce because I, yeah, I like Ruffalo as Bruce so much, and I just want him to have somebody. Um. Oh, another supporting character we didn't talk about. Fucking Phil Dunphy is in That's right. That's right. Phil Dunphy's running around this movie. Um, I have clocked him immediately as soon as he was on the screen. I mean, this was before Modern Family. Yeah. Uh, um, but his name is not actually Phil Dunphy. It's Ty no, Burrell. It's true, no. Another supporting character that I really, really like is uh, Mr. Blue, Samuel Stearns, the scientist guy. Yeah. The middle industry yeah. movie. He Played pops by up. Tim played by tim blake nelson yes such a great actor who it just in so many weird things and just he's in watchmen he is a watchman um, he's really kooky and interesting in watchmen i i know it's not his name but he was in the ballad of buster scrubs and i just whenever i see him i think oh there's buster, buster scrubs. scrubs he's really the best part of that movie once really his is. segment is over i don't care yeah no he's in a ton of things and he's kind of he's a character actor but whenever he pops up he's like oh that guy oh he's fun he's funky like he's always doing something quirky so the thing i love about this movie and i hate about this movie Mm -hmm. is they set him up to be a villain in a sequel and it never paid off (laughs) right it it has yet to pay off one day why not because like why not let's do it you have tim blake nelson he's fantastic yeah and he should be i think the character as far as i've read is the leader which is a prominent hulk villain let him do it why not what are we doing marvel he would I hope he, be a fun I hope he villain. also pops up at she hulk i i hope she hulk is just the excuse to make a hulk show <laughs> quick question because i was kind of thinking about this while you were talking about what we could have done with this movie or things from this movie we have Michael K. Williams for one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is right after he did The Wire. And it's oh. like our famous, like, he's like the star of The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in one shot. No lines, just a bystander that's just like, ah. Yeah, I didn't even clock him in this. <laughs> go, Whoa, what is he doing in this? <laughs> um. I, I think I read some trivia that Ed Norton specifically wrote a part for him, and I think it got cut. Oh. My assumption is it's another comic book character. Oh. Um, but we have no idea. Like, yeah. Which sucks because the actor just passed away yeah. really recently. Um, and fuck, man, would he have been? He's just great in everything. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, Omar Little and The Wire is just one of the best roles that tv has ever given us um he was in lovecraft country yeah recently he's just gone too soon anyway he would have been fucking great to see as like some other again if he if they had written him as like a supporting character because i love all the supporting characters in this and he comes back to help hulk somehow maybe he's like he gets like 
infected, but like maybe he's not a bad guy. He's like mm-hmm. a good guy. I don't know. And that's sort of upsetting that like he had a potential full blown role and then was kind of relegated to just being like an extra that people know. One thing I think is really dumb now that doesn't really fit is Tony Stark talking to Ross, going to Ross about, hey, we're starting in Avengers. It doesn't so, make sense now. <laughs> so, yeah, but I will also say that I felt like um, Tony Stark popping up at the end was the best part of the ending because the ending was sort of nothing. Yeah. Um, so, because, like, the ending is essentially, like, there's a big fight, Hulk stops up, stops up and then he just kind of looks at Liv Tyler like, okay, bye, and then just, like, runs off, and then we just see him, he's in Canada, and he's still hulking, like, okay, um, just in an open field. It feels like the ending ending just feels kind of like they didn't know how to end it and wanted to keep it open for a sequel, so. <laughs> the two monsters fought. Okay, bye. <laughs> what, do, what do we do? <laughs> um, well, they did a lot of things afterwards with Ruffalo. Now, sure did. with our Ruffalo Bruce, what has been your favorite Hulk moments of the MCU? Do you have a favorite moment or multiple moments? Is there one that you could say is your favorite Hulk thing we've gotten? So I think for me, one of my favorite sequences of Hulk, I believe it's in Age of Ultron. Uh, the building? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the whole sequence of Hulkbuster. Yeah. And yes. Wanda, Wanda does like a little oopsie doopsie magic on him to like control, get, like rage him out. And he is just, I think they're in Africa, aren't they? Mm-hmm. He just I'm pretty just sure. Droids the fuck out. Just running through yeah. and smashing. And uh, Iron Man has developed his Hulkbuster suit, which is as big as Hulk, to fight Hulk. And that entire fight is so good. Um, I know a lot of people shit on Age of Ultron, but like that sequence really is like the one of the I, I can watch it all day. I agree. I, I'm not a big Age of Ultron fan. I think it's a not great movie, but that sequence is really, really good. And that's honestly my favorite Hulk moment in the MCU. Just watching it play out and like the level of destruction he's capable of. It just keeps yes. evolving because Hulk will smash something off the Hulkbuster suit and Tony's got a backup like Mm -hmm. okay plan b plan c plan just like just to slow him and stop him it is just good it is yeah i would i if we could get an entire hulk movie that was as good as that scene it'd be really tough but i want that yeah um because yeah we don't get much hulk in infinity war we get a nerdy hulk uh, in Endgame, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. I was going to say that that's probably, like, my other favorite moment, because it just sort of, like, humanizes both Bruce and Hulk, and like we were saying, where this movie feels like the two are very detached, that's one of those moments where they're, like, one and the same, and that's really fun to watch. I like that they, at least with Ruffalo, with Ruffalo, they've made it, I know it's one character. Yeah. That it that it's one character that is two characters. They, yes. I see that they are a part. They are a cohesive unit. They belong together, especially like in a moment where like, you know, like 
I'll tell you my secret. I'm always angry. And then turns into him. Oh, that's an epic moment. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we see the constant fighting in Infinity War. It's a constant struggle of him. Hulk, come on, I need you. Oh, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And then in somehow between those two movies, we didn't get to see the scene of, let's be a team. <laughs> and they just are one thing together and i like it a lot yeah i do too i really really like that now i kind of yeah. want to watch ragnarok i recently watched ragnarok and it holds up nice so i think it's time we make it official and we give our take on whether or not the incredible hulk deserves a second chance with I guess I'll go first. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> With all the MCU movies we already have, don't waste your time. Uh, if if you've never seen it, I feel like you... I don't even think you need to at this point. We've got enough Hulk explained. Um, I even would say skip the entire uh, phase one of MCU. I don't even care about it anymore. I agree i think that you know i wouldn't even recommend like massive mcu fans to rewatch it because it is it's really boring it's so boring i'm sorry it's really boring and there isn't a ton that you need to see if you're gonna do like a re readventuring into like the whole mcu um you're right also about phase one Phase one, there's some nostalgia there, but overall, like, what we've got now, it's hard to watch these movies. Um, uh, no. Do you, have, do you have a favorite phase one movie? You're going to hate it. I, who knows? Because uh, the, the fact that you said you're going to hate it, I wonder if it's the one that's my choice. Cause Interesting. I um, What's your phase one? My phase one is Thor. Okay, yeah, we have different movies. <laughs> I, I can't, no. See, I, I... I would just jump to Ragnarok. Okay, see, I have always liked Thor. I've always thought Thor was the best. I even liked, like, cocky, arrogant Thor. I was a big fan. And I just thought, out of all of them, Thor is the prettiest one to look at. In they terms were... of the movie. Okay. And the I character. I you were talking about, like, him too. handsome yeah. men. Yeah, uh, him that's too. My wife's, that's my wife's favorite choice. Yeah, loves... no, I agree with that. But I mean, in terms of like the movie itself, looks great, and so does Chris Hemsworth. So yeah, I like Thor. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite Phase One movie? I like Iron Man Two. Wow. Okay. I <laughs> I love Cheadle, so I like that yeah. he gets to don the suit. I like Mickey Rourke, this weird Russian dude. My bird. I need yeah. my bird. I like it. Um. Tony just struggling with life. I like it all. It has okay. some fun action sequences, the race track sequence. It is a good um, sequence, yeah. It's it's got Sam Rockwell that uh, we have underutilized MCU. They brought him back for a small thing, but we need more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I I mean, I I like pieces of Iron Man too, but overall, not a big fan. Um. But you know what? Yeah, yeah phase one now. The pieces are the thing that will make me watch the whole thing. Okay, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, the the phase one, I mean, overall, I think Iron Man is the only one as a full movie that will stand the test of time and keep being good. Um, 
But my personal favorite is Iron Man 2. I, w- I actually agree with that. While it's not my favorite, I do think, yeah, Iron Man's probably the most memorable. And the rest we can kind of respect but leave behind. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, <laughs> we have better versions of those characters, like Ragnarok. And mm-hmm. what I assume Love and Thunder will be better than yeah. either of the Thor movies. Yeah. Incredible Hulk was the movie I think we, we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so boring we can't even talk about it for too long so just forget about it well thank you for listening to another episode of second chance movies as always you can find everything you need to know about us in the show notes below you can find us on instagram twitter tiktok all the things you can find video episodes of us on youtube as well a big thank you as always to bd McBeatface for making our super fun and super dope theme song that we just love so much if you guys like what you're hearing, please like, share, leave a review, leave a comment. All of it really does help. I know everyone asks you to do it, but it, it goes a long way. And let us know what you think. Uh, do you want us to cover another Marvel movie? Preferably one that's not in phase one. Let Preferably us know. Preferably any of them that aren't in the MCU. <laughs> oh, that's true. We can expand out of the MCU. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Is there an old one? Is there something where someone's face is on fire? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, oh. Anyway, um, and yeah, we'll be back very soon with another Second Chance movie. Bye. Bye. Second Chance movie.